You're listening to Running Around Charlotte, presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon, the Queen City's premier road race experience. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. Now, here are your hosts for Running Around Charlotte, Tim Rhodes and Jeffrey Cooper. The Charlotte Turkey Trot is one of uh, the area's oldest Thanksgiving traditions for the past 31 years. Up to 10,000 runners have gathered behind South Park Mall on Thanksgiving morning to run a 5K, 8K, or a fun run with the whole family. Well, we know we can't do it this year, but the 32nd annual Turkey Trot is still alive and well in your neighborhood or along your favorite route. And there's one other change this year, a new tradition, in that your registration will support a charity in Charlotte. This year's virtual turkey trot will help us reach our goal of providing fees for 500 Charlotte area children to a, a group called Samaritan's Feet. It's a great organization, and Tracy is here with us today to share what they're all about. Welcome, Tracy. Well, hello. Thank you guys for having me. Such, a, such an honor to reconnect with uh, some of the fellow friends on the on the podcast this morning and looking forward to uh thanksgiving but also to this turkey trot and i can say personally i was just talking before we got on um my daughter this is one of the things she looks forward to every year when she comes home um for thanksgiving is being a part of this and i think one of the cool things that's that i've seen with the turkey trot is the um participation from a tradition standpoint right everybody's looking for that something to do around the holidays with all the family members and let's be honest when we're wearing our fat pants, uh, we need to get out there and do something that, that works some of that off. So she and <laughs> other people have around our community, just the family friendliness and tradition of, of what the turkey trap brings to our community. So we are at Samaritan's Feet, completely honored uh, and just full circle because uh, Tim, you know, Run For Your Life used to do a lot of shoe collections for us. And just seeing this, this time and as all of us have had to pivot um, with this year of 2020 and COVIDness and everything else, um, it's it's really neat to see that you guys are doing something phenomenal, not just with the tradition of this run, but also to help provide shoes for our community with with your donations from the sponsorships that you guys receive. So we are so honored. Um, for those in the community that don't know who we are, we are a nonprofit organization that brings hope um, and uh, shoes to children over the world. So internationally but domestically this year alone with our national shoe distributions um within you know the u.s we've done over 130,000 pairs of shoes for kids and that's with covid um we've had yeah, to, wow. you know we've had to pivot a lot of that isn't hands-on a lot of that is working mm-hmm. with people in the shelters that are already working with with people or working with um teachers that are already working with those students so that we can do something that's still within the virtualness and the social distancing that's required within mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Yeah. No. And you, uh, you, you mentioned that, uh, run for your life, by the way, still does, I hope support you. I, I see Patrick about every Saturday come in and grab a big old garbage bag full of shoes that folks bring <laughs> in. And, and I think that's something that, that, the uh, the customers of the store, and I think there are other running stores around Charlotte that do the same thing. Um, People can bring in their shoes and drop them off and they don't have to be running shoes, but we ask for gently used running shoes. And I think the idea is, you know, a runner will put 400 miles on a pair of shoes and, it, and the shoes kind of 
lose their resiliency a little bit, but it's still a good looking pair of shoes. They're just not as, as good for absorbing cushion. And, uh, and so they, they donate those and, and you guys take them and, and rehab them a little bit and turn around and donate them to, uh, to people in the community and around the world. Is that correct? And a lot of times we have a great partner that we work with called Got Sneakers, but the ones that we can't utilize, they help us either um, find a place and a home that those can go to, or like you said, be able to, uh, you know, refurbish and, and recharge those, repurpose those for areas that are in greater need, even if they're not ones um, that as Samaritan's feet can use personally, they are ones that we're able to look to our partners um, and be able to provide that and pay it forward in, in unique ways as well, whether that be um, shelters to just individuals that are also going abroad or domestically to be able to do that. We have kind of flipped our model a little bit um, from when we first started in that we try to take two shoes um, primarily as our main um, means to be able to give back. And that being said, a big piece of that is relegated on the fact that one in five out of the top 10, let me repeat that, over the top 10 things that are needed in the school system, shoes and socks are the first five. And so for a lot of school students, it's not so much that their shoes are completely worn out, it's that they are either wearing shoes that have been passed down um, that are you know two, three, four sizes too small for them, or the opposite, they're wearing shoes that do not fit them properly. And for a lot of students in the US, what you don't realize is that might be their one pair of shoes. And so trying to make sure that they are fit correctly that you know the importance of that with just being a runner, not running, but also walking for these new for these young students from PE to math class, they need to be able to have proper clothing and shoes as part of that. And let me back it up just a second. You, we, we were talking earlier about the, the origin of the program and for the folks who are you know, just getting in on this thing, tell us a little bit about the backstory of Samaritan's Feet and how it Yeah, I'd love to. So Samaritan's Feet started in 2003. Mm -hmm. We started here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Started in my garage. Um, yeah. Our, yeah, and that's where our run for the week was a phenomenal partner when we first started. And um, really continue, as Tim said, continue to help our community. But just with running, healthy lifestyle. Um, my husband at the age of nine received his first ever pair of shoes. He's from Nigeria. He received them from a missionary in Wisconsin, Tim. So there you go. State. Um, and that really was the catalyst and the and the thing that propelled him to just really go to basketball. At the time, Kim Olajuwon was here in the US. So mm -hmm. my husband wrote letters to different colleges and universities. We didn't have the great marketing engines of today that we do. I'm not going to age us, but you can figure out that. Um, and basically wrote letters to five universities, wrote them to Oklahoma Christian. Um, and he said, the one that comes back with the best marketing brochure, he was going to go to. Well, that was the University of North Dakota and Lake Region. Hence <laughs> where I come into the picture. Um, and so that actually was uh, the catalyst that got him to the U.S. on an academic and basketball scholarship. Fast forward 10 years, his dad passed away. He had to been home the whole time he was here for that. Had to go home and bury his father, and he looked around him. And we all know it's like going back into your childhood home. You think it's such a different um, lens that you're looking through when you're a young kid than when you go back when you're older. And looking at your home and what you thought of it then and what you thought of it now. And he walked into his neighborhood where he used to play basketball and into his home. Um, two-bedroom home, 15 people. He couldn't even use the bathroom when he went back home because he looked around him and he's like, 
for the first time, he knew that he was poor, but he was always taken care of. Um, he saw a lot of kids like him in that neighborhood that were shoeless, that were hungry, um, and just had this pierce in his spirit that we're supposed to do something about it. And you know, when someone tells you you're supposed to do something about it, it's usually you that's supposed to be doing something about it. <laughs> so Willie came back home, took us a while. We both had nice corporate jobs uh, here in Charlotte and decided to step out and start Samaritan's Feet. And so we just took a, a big step of faith and, and pushed ourselves out into the arena to say, if this is a need, Let's, let's really investigate what does this need look like? And realizing that one in five billion people are shoeless around the world. And how can we crack that nut? How can we create a world for shoeless children? And I got it. That, this is one that, uh, that I, and I may put you slightly on the spot with this one, because lots of people take leaps of faith all the time. Uh, <laughs> how, did, how did you know that what was, or was there a defining moment that you got the feedback that made you go, aha, and this was the leap in the right direction? You know what? Oh, gosh, that's a really good question. I think the feedback was um, seeing the way that my, my husband's um, response to when he came back. I grew up not having a lot as well, and there was always a need for both of us that um, – we were created and in this world to help solve a problem, not just take up space. And I think that's what we're all supposed to be doing. And so for both of us, for me, it was always, how can I own my own business and help people? I should have said, and make sure. millions, you know, but I forgot the same where my, <laughs> in my way. Um, for my husband, it was really, how can I, you know, how can I make sure I don't want to get to half of my life and realize that now it's time that I can do something. Why can't you do something and have that passion yeah. and that purpose yeah. and that paycheck all at yeah. the same time? If you know, if you, if you play your cards right and plan your life, yeah. well, I think to answer that long, that short question and a long answer, it's continual. It's the bonds from Burundi that we helped that now went to school here in the U.S., got an international relations degree and comes back and tells us the story of, Hey, here's a picture when you washed my feet when I was in the orphanage in Burundi. And because of that, that gave me the hope that somebody saw me, that I was valued, that I was important, that I'm more than the circumstances that I'm in right now, and that I can dream. And I think, you know, it's really easy for young people to keep dreaming. I think as we get older, we have to remind ourselves, when was the last time we actually dreamt? And put that dream into action. And so that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. And I love what you said earlier about how when you look at say and, and see something and say somebody should do something about that, and that somebody is probably you if you know. Yes. That, so. yes. <laughs> good, good, good segue because if you have that piercing in your heart and it's not going away, then yeah. I think you know you're on the right course that this is not something that's going to leave me alone until I do do something. Yeah. That's amazing. Good for you. Yeah, Good for, Good for I you. think so many times we, we, uh, you know, there, there, there are, there are a lot of things kind of along these lines that, you know, like what would you do if you were guaranteed not to fail? Um, mm. Things along those lines. And, and I think so many times we are scared to step out on faith because we will, we will fail. But I will tell you as a believer that, when we do step out on faith, our, it's not our strength, it's God's strength and, and his wisdom 
and his resources that will sustain us and, and allow us to be successful for him and his glory, yeah. right? Yeah. And so when we are serving the least, uh, the poor, the orphans, the widows, you know, God will have a hand in that because yeah. it's, it's then not about us. It's about what he asks us to do, which is to love our neighbors. Yes. So I think there's so much to be said for that. And for you listeners, I, I, I would just encourage you to figure out something that, that you would do if you, if you were guaranteed not to fail and, and go ahead and take that risk. And I think, you know, God honors that. And, and maybe you do fail, but it, it, it's never a failure. It's a learning opportunity. Maybe it prepares you for something else that's bigger down the road. But, you know, you can always learn from mistakes and from things that don't go well. And um, I'll stop preaching here, but you know, I just, I just, I, I, I just uh, I, I'm such a huge believer in taking those risks um, to serve other people and to, and to help where you can. Yes, I agree. And, that, and that's where, and that's where, uh, where, where some folks are risk averse. There's the opportunity for them to fall in line with folks who have taken the leap, such mm -hmm. as yourselves, and you know, help them succeed and yeah. you know like 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 they say upon the shoulders of, of many others etc cetera, etc cetera. so how can someone get involved with what samaritan's feet is doing and help you guys continue on with what you're doing yeah great question i think you know just to put it in context to the to that piece you you can fail forward you know 7.5 million people we've we've been able to impact 108 countries 420 states you can fail forward and still be okay, be successful. I'd rather fail forward moving forward than be stagnant yeah. and, and sedentary. So I think to the, your question, how to get involved, you know, um, go to our website, look at ways that you can come out. We're in a, we're in a different era until we get through probably 21 yeah. or at least part of it. So mm -hmm. there's micro distributions, there's hope totes and hope notes that you can um, be a part of to come and help fill or pick up materials to help us fill. The hope notes, you can go on our website and fill out an inspiring word that goes in each shoe that is given to a, to a recipient. Um, there's opportunities from a social distancing and virtual world that we live in to come mm -hmm. up house in small, small groups, one or two. We're not taking any more than 10 right now as that's our man state. Um, from a, from a national perspective, the Hope Notes would probably be the best way to get a message and an inspiring word to a child's hand. Um, as well as look at our distributions. We've pivoted a lot and instead of doing so much international, we have a lot of domestic distributions because we still have need even within our cities and states in the US. And this year, starting this year, as we said at the beginning of the show, that registration for the Charlotte Turkey Trot We'll begin a uh, relationship and a mutual benefit opportunity yes. for Samaritan's Feet as well. well so and you know, lots like, of ways. Like I said at the beginning, I think you and I were just bantering back and forth, but just the alone and the, the years, what is it, 32 years now that it's been going on? This will be 32, yeah. Yeah, and so think about that. Think about the fact that we're talking, what, 60% female, so you know your mom is going to make you get out there and burn off that meat that, been, that turkey and that ham. Uh, and not only is it healthy for us physically, is it requiring you to wear shoes? Well, there's the connection there. Isn't it? um, it's also 
a great way to be able to partner and give back. And that's where I said at the beginning, we are so thankful for the fact that 50% of your guys' sponsorship proceeds are going to Samaritan's Feet. That goes back into our community. That goes back into kids and other people living healthy lifestyles. That goes back to them, you know, being able to go to school um, and have the, the necessary requirements. So yeah. thank you guys enough because your impact and your, and your familiness of what you do in the community and the tradition that that sets is phenomenal. You know, one of the things we talked about for next year um, is for the runners to participate in. And last year there were a little over 8,000 that participated in the turkey trot. So imagine this next year encouraging people to participate and run or walk and when they hit the finish line take their shoes off yes and donate them yes and you know even if even if half did that that's four thousand pairs of shoes and this is such a family event that you know the example that we would set as parents for our kids when our kids see us take our shoes off and they take their shoes off just the sense of teaching um them that 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 there are that it's so much that the world is so much bigger than than their little corner of the world and what they want and need and to sacrifice and just say hey here are my shoes i'm going to walk away and you know for most of us there's probably another three or four seven or ten pairs of shoes in our closet that we can wear and that one pair to your point earlier yeah is their pair of shoes and if you've been to any of the third world countries I call them third world but when you get into some of the rural African countries it is literally third world they wear the same shirt the same pants the same underwear and the same shoes every single day yeah that is that is their outfit and they don't yeah. change clothes they don't have a closet where they keep stuff they don't have a no. washer dryer in their house and um so it is making a huge impact and we really appreciate what you and Manny have done and your whole team, Patrick and, and all the folks that come around on a Saturday, give up their weekends to collect shoes from the, from the stores in the area, including ours. We just really appreciate what you do. Oh, well, thank you so much. And I think you said it best, Tim, you know, there's, there's the difference between teaching your children charity and teaching humanity, right? And humanity says, I have enough. And because of that, I also want to help. Um, and so I think teaching our children that um, if we spread some of our wealth and opportunity to be a blessing back, we're blessed in return. And a lot of time we get blessed unfairly more than the recipient that we're giving that blessing to. So I think it's that mutual transformation of um, when I see my brother in need, I know that I'm required to do something about that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for all that thank you do. Thank you. Um, how can people find out more about Samaritan's Feet and Mission and if they wanted to um, this holiday season make some sort of contribution above and beyond maybe a gently used pair of sneakers or shoes, how could they get in touch with you and find out how they can help in other ways? I think the best way, honestly, in this, this season that we're in is to, um, we have a donate button on our website, which is just SamaritansFeet.org. Also, that helps us that that $25 or $20 donation or whatever um, that individual is led to, it takes us $25 on a child. And that's from processing them to being in our warehouse to sending our team or our container to distribute that. Um, that's the biggest way we can also, we've done a lot with, with working with partners that assess like a Title I school. They know those sizes. 
we order comparatively to the sizes that we need um, for that that entity. And so being able to buy those at a cost versus um, you know having somebody bring them to us. Well, we don't encourage bringing new pairs of shoes to our location. It's almost easier to just go online and make a donation. And I think the other thing, if it's somebody wants to be a, a monthly donor, we have a Soul Society that's also on our Soul Society site that's also on our webpage that they can be a part of that's a reoccurring donor that helps us give a pair of shoes or gift a pair of shoes to an individual every month. So that's another unique way that somebody can be involved, especially during the holiday season um, when we're all looking for ways to be able to give back. Wonderful. Tracy, thank you so much. Thanks to Manny and your entire team. We really appreciate it and wish you a very happy and healthy and prosperous holiday season. Thank you guys. Thank you so much for having us on. Thank you for the partnership. You bet. All right. Take care. Thanks, Tracy. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Registration for the November 16th Novon Health Charlotte Marathon, Half Marathon, Relay, 5K, and One Mile events is available now at runcharlotte.com. Running Around Charlotte with your hosts, Tim Rhodes and Jeffrey Cooper, is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. Listen for new episodes of Running Around Charlotte, released every week.